0: It's Saturday morning, you know what that means. Welcome to the latest edition of the Comics Pals. Thank you so much for joining us. If you are live with us, say hello. Uh, we've been through the ringer already, trying to get this, uh, trying to get this ship moving. Thank you guys so much for all the help and support. A uh, lot of, lot of favorites in the chat right now. I see Snake of Talons is here, Kefis is here, Catherine is here, Harris is here. So many of the. Uh, the Discord faves, if you will.
1: Literally couldn't have gotten this off the ground without Catherine.
0: True. True. absolutely. Uh, no Tyler, which is why we're dealing with all this strife. But the good news is that now that we have this figured out, uh, there shouldn't be a problem. And I can stream. Now I know how to stream. So that means I can stream myself playing horror games and losing my mind. Yeah, here we go. Get it, catch me streaming five nights at Freddy's. Oh, and you play that, that's right, right? No, I don't play that because (laughs) I can't. Now, I can't do it. Maybe that's the birthday stream. Uh huh. Uh huh. Why would I do that on my own birthday? Why would I embarrass myself on my own birthday? I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. (laughs) Um, treating yourself that's what it is. Speaking of embarrassment and treating yourself. I think Kale has something to unveil here. Ah, uh, yeah. As before, we get really started here. Go ahead. So, Kale. so
1: last month we played the the cool uh, bidding game that Tyler put together. I don't remember what he calls it. And uh, Catherine and I bought the same shirt, the shirt with Robert Pattinson uh, photoshopped with a Batman mask on, yep. and guys. I cannot stress enough how excited I've been for this shirt, and I'm going to reveal it
0: now. Oh, my God. You really want to see this on video, by the way. This is... Yeah. Oh, my God. Go. Oh, it's so well, well bad. Done. Well done. How can so you clap bad. for that?
1: Look
2: at that. It's
0: so bad.
2: <laughs> give, us, give us a twirl. Give us a twirl.
0: Oh, God. There's nothing there. <laughs> it's completely uh, black on the back. Oh, my God. That's the worst shirt in existence. Amazing. It's so bad. And you know what? It feels like absolute garbage. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like not great cotton. I have a, uh, I got a shirt with my Nintendo Power subscription in 2002 from when Metroid Prime came out. Oh. That shirt feels better than this one like to this day <laughs> to this day oh my god amazing oh that's uh, bad it's so like i can't believe how bad the photoshop is
2: no that's it's good awful like you can, good see, <laughs>
1: you can see you can
0: see it's photoshopped over the frame <laughs> <amazing>. <laughs> and you know what's so funny about that all of that is deliberate
1: yeah. 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 100%. I can't believe how much money I spent on this shirt. Neither
0: can I. Uh, I spent double it?
1: the shipping on, uh, double the cost of the shirt on shipping this shirt. What was the price? Uh, I paid $40 total. Okay. Wow. Okay.
0: The shirt was 16 Understand no. this. For $40, what can you do for $40? For $40, you can go to the movies and you can watch Sonic the Hedgehog well, 2, which is really good. It's um, really good. Yeah. Um, for forty dollars, you could buy all, two graphic novels. Two graphic novels, right? Absolutely. Uh, you could buy what subscription services could you? Well, not for a year, but like you could do Comixology.
1: You could do. I think you could do all three. Well, you wouldn't want, it. You, <laughs> you a wouldn't Comixology want to. Comixology subscription would be this shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, you would do, um,
0: uh, Marvel and DC. <laughs> that's so terrible. but you know what? you did it in solidarity. hmm that's important, and I think that's the first thing you've done for the show. So thank you I'm just I'm sorry I'm, I'm just kidding. for the show <laughs> Well that's a good point. you didn't even do it for the show. The, the backflip you'll do for the show in which that's true. To get to that backflip we have to get to a thousand uh subscribers on YouTube. So help us out with that goal by subscribing to our YouTube channel if you haven't already. If you have and you enjoy the fact that you're subscribed, if you enjoy the show, make sure that you are forcing your friends and family to subscribe as well. Mm, if they like comics, right. if they like mo- these movies and stuff like that, they'll probably enjoy it. So uh, definitely share it with your friends. Like this video, share it with your friends. All that stuff's free to do. It helps us out a lot more than it costs you. If you want to be a part of, well... You know, today it was it was it was actually just a community getting this show together (laughs) in the the first place. The tech team. (laughs) You want to be a part of the Comics Pals tech team? uh, Join us live on Saturdays every morning at ten fifteen. Start your Saturdays with the Comics Pals. So you can be a part of all this uh, wackiness that goes on. Wednesdays for Pals polls at six p.m. Eastern. Eastern, by the way, we had someone show up on Wednesday who uh central. Set, was in central. central time for Pals yeah. Pools yeah. and by 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 6 p.m. central Pals Pools is already basically over. That show we I get that we get we get in we get out. You know, this one we like to spend some time yapping. Um but yeah. So make sure you guys come hang out with us for all that good stuff. Also, uh our book club. We just put out the Black Mirror book club. Uh Batman Black Mirror Scott Snyder Jock uh, Francesco, Francovilla. that's a lot of fun. Um, go check that out. Go go give that some love. We we, we had a great time putting that one together. And uh, I think you guys will enjoy it as well. Um, we got a good show for you today. We got a lot to talk about. Uh, we're going to be talking about a- another unfortunate cancellation over at Marvel. Uh, I have a take on that that's probably not the, the, uh, the standard. But we're going to talk about that. A um, couple of new Superman books coming from DC that look really good. Uh, the emergency <laughs> meeting that needed to be <laughs> held <laughs> over Ezra Miller. The crimes of oh, Ezra Miller. Show. We're getting into that. Promised it on Pals Polls. We're getting into that today because this individual, this individual is a menace.
1: You want to talk about batshit.
0: You want to talk about the reverse Flash. Ezra Miller is pl- in 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 Flashpoint or the Flash film. Ezra Miller is playing the Flash and the Reverse Flash just like in real life. And that's going to tie into our main topic. Warner Media and Discovery have have merged. Warner Media of course has owned DC Comics for the last, I don't know, 30, 40 years, something like that. Uh how, what does this mean for DC? DC comics, DC films, what does it mean? We're getting into all of that today. Um, the printing, the printing and the image on this shirt even just it feels
1: so bad. Does it
0: like does it like, <laughs> like hurt? Does it make you uncomfortable? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Sticky it's it's the, it's the
1: it's the kind that like when you when I know when I'm gonna put it in the wash, it's gonna crack and it's gonna be just terrible. <laughs> Uh, Kale, you
2: did you did your, your reveal, you did your twirl, and it is uh, absolutely just pouring now. Uh, you That was a rain dance, essentially. You're welcome. It was all sunny, went
0: outside to go get some breakfast. Beautiful day. Unreal. Uh, Snake of Talon says, so excited to listen to the Black Mirror Book Club. Thank you. I think you'll enjoy it. Um, Black Mirror, like, honestly, if you haven't read it, it's not long. It's not too expensive to pick up. I highly recommend it. It's uh, a little over ten years old now, so if you have like um, the DC uh, Infinite app, it's probably on there. I don't know, Marco, is it on there? Yeah, it is. Yeah, cool. So you know, you're not gonna, it's not gonna be, cost you an arm and a leg to to pick this one up. I think you should. Um, obviously, I want you guys to pick it up and listen, but also just for yourself, I think it's really good. So, um, and yeah, by the way, if you've got if you've got Twitch Prime, if you have if you have Amazon Prime, that means you have Twitch Prime. You can easily throw that subscription our way on Twitch. We'd appreciate it a lot. It puts some money in our pocket. Costs you nothing. You know, uh, help hire a tech team. Yeah, we'd be able to hire a tech team. You'd be able to hire Catherine to do our tech. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. I don't think. I don't think that's what we want. I think this was a this was a once in a million uh, situation. Um, Let's get into the listener comments. So, do either of you want to read them, or should I do that? Uh, Yeah, I got it. Cool. Uh, so, the first one is
1: from Aaron Lu- Ruiz. Yes. Um, I don't have an episode for This it, is from the last episode. It is from the last episode. Okay. Uh, Aaron says, the only thing I can give Sony is great casting and design of characters. Yes, there are no cornerstones of the Marvel Universe, but it's always <laughs> nice to see comic book characters being depicted right. The shame of it is that all of those things are getting wasted due to Spider-Man missing in, in the movies.
0: Yeah, um, I mean that's an interesting that's an interesting premise. So on face, I don't even know if I agree that the design of the characters has been great. Um, casting,
2: mm, I like the casting. I, been, think, I think that's pretty iconic for certain for certain characters.
1: I mean, yeah, Jared Leto is definitely a vampire. So I think that does <laughs> that does track. It fits. Um, he does suck the life out of people.
0: Like like if you if you look past the original trilogy for Spider, for the Spider Man films, I don't know if I would say that their casting has been like amazing. Um I would stretch that even to uh
1: Andrew Garfield's Spider
0: Man. I think Andrew Garfield was great. I think yeah. there was a debate on our Discord actually, which you should join by the way. Um there was a, uh, I'm part of it. <laughs> that's true uh and you're quite active um there was a debate on our discord about andrew garfield arguably being the best live-action spider-man that we've had and i don't know if i agree with that necessarily but i will say that it, it he he's very good in my opinion so i'll give you that but like uh all the other people in that trilogy like J- jamie fox as electro like was that you know are we, are, we, are, we, are we advocating for that? I don't know. Like There weren't there weren't any revelations as far as the performances go. Um, and that could be due to script. I don't know. But
1: Yeah. Yeah, they are still pretty middle-of-the-road movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, at best.
0: Right. So, whereas I think if you, like, when you think, of, and to be fair, no one else has played this character yet. But when you think of Doc Ock, you think of Alfred Molina. You know, yeah, uh, no. incredible performance, incredible casting, um, you know, great movie. Norman Osborn. You know, you think of Willem Dafoe, absolutely. Uh, yeah, anyone could have done what Jamie Fox was tasked with doing as Electro. Mm. Um, to me, he, he,
2: yeah, he was, he was replaceable. He didn't bring his that the the energy that would have differentiated him from like you could have swapped him out. And you probably would have gotten a better
0: performance out of somebody. And by the way, I think I think you know some amount of that is certainly due to the script. But yeah, I, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Even even Emma Stone, who I really like, um, I thought she was cool. You know, she did her thing, but it wasn't like that's Gwen Stacy. Like, yes, when I think of Gwen Stacy, I think mm-hmm. of Emma Stone. But um, go ahead.
1: Is there like, like what is Gwen Stacy's personality outside of superhero new? That's like a good what, point. What makes
0: what makes Gwen Stacy? And I think, and I think that if the script did more to make, because to me, when I think of Gwen Stacy, I think of her being like kind of, kind of like, kind of fiery, um, really whip smart. Um, yeah. I don't feel like the movie really delivered on that stuff too much.
1: Oh, I think I would. I feel the exact opposite. You feel like you delivered on that exactly. Yeah, with Gwen, with Gwen in particular, I think Emma Stone did did a really good job with that. Um, whereas to me, what you described felt more like Mary Jane. Is Mary
0: Jane supposed to be whip smart? What does that mean? <laughs> to me, to me, it means like just really smart and in a pinch, you just know. Quick. Yeah, like which I, I to will, be to be fair, Gwen. Gwen does display some of that in, in Amazing Spider-Man too. That's, yeah, that's fair. I would say so. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, let's 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 see what the chat says about it. Uh, uh, Catherine Sean just don't want to pay a woman. Uh, better be kidding. Of course, I, I, would, <laughs> I would I would I would pay a woman. Uh, you would pay several. What? <laughs> <laughs> Gifted a sub to the medic. Thank you for doing that. Appreciate that. Um, On a roll. Yeah, right. Jeez, MVP of the stream. I wish I wish we had some kind of award to give away for that. We gotta we gotta come up with something. Uh, <laughs> Zimbu the monkey says I like the sense of scale and the city shots in the Garfield films. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I agree with that. Um, the other part of what Aaron said was uh, it's always nice to see comic book characters depicted right. The shame of it all is that they're getting wasted due to no Spider Man in the movies. Yeah. I mean, look, yeah. I don't think that Venom 2 was good. I think Venom 1 was lucky. Um, mm. And if Spider-Man was in those movies, not in, like, the Venom movie, but if Spider-Man was in the Some Sea and you could do a movie with Spider-Man that features Tom Holland playing Venom, I might be more into that. But, see, he would have put
2: a damper on Morbius then, right? Because that's not, right? They, they, they had their own energy going. Like,
0: that's because- different. Because Tom Holland is a boring performer, a right? A damper. A damper on Morbius. Because Morbius was so lively, right? Right. Well, A lot of action I mean,
1: sequences. You've seen the the clip of uh, Matt Smith doing the big vampire dances.
0: He's getting dressed, haven't you? I, I have not. seems I've like been, a good time. It's not. The only thing I've seen from that movie is the after credits. Uh, Aaron Ruiz, though, thank you for writing in. New name, as far as I know, to commenting. So appreciate that. Um, oh, but then he had he a, he had a follow his... up. He had a follow yeah, up. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So he says, uh, "What do you guys think of X Men Evolution? Grumpy Dad, Wolverine, Rogues' Design, Cyclops, Kitty, and the laid back episodes are probably my favorite parts of the show. Also, I think this can be a blueprint for the MCU X Men. Most of them being teenagers, a couple being the adults, and Xavier trying to erase people's mind wherever, whenever the powers get out of control till the inevitable happens. I loved Spike."
2: like hands down evolution was i i didn't watch the og series for um for the x-men but evolution tuned in every day on cw was it cw kids or something every every day after school i was in there in front of my tv um i love that show
1: sure wasn't kids wb
2: oh it might have been at that point
1: yeah
0: yeah last yeah. nice time ago i love that that was
1: awesome uh that cyclops is my favorite cyclops in design cool. and character yeah mm-hmm. not that he had much of a character i mean he's still a cyclops but like
0: um <laughs> x-men evolution was cool i didn't watch it a lot as a kid um because i couldn't i couldn't get with the new the new character designs and them being teenagers mm-hmm. and stuff like that um i think the rogue design is one that people often shout out as something that they really like from that series uh, for me, it's the exact opposite. Um, really? Yeah, yeah. I wasn't into it. Um, I took all of that stuff. I think Kitty wore flip-flops 90% of the show. Oh, those weird sandals, right? Yeah, those, like, elevated <laughs> elevated flip-flops. <laughs> um, I, I, yeah, I couldn't oh, get yeah. into it. I couldn't get into it.
2: I think, I think, for me, what it was was an introduction to those characters sure. because I think... Um, it surprised me that you said that you didn't like the designs because they were so different but for me um, that was the appeal was that it wasn't the 92 X-Men it wasn't the stuff that I'd seen previously that I didn't enjoy because I didn't have that familiarity this was a nice space for me to be able to jump in explore the world um, and just have fun with it right because I I did think that the, the show was really entertaining and so being able to get introduced to everybody and some parts of them being adults um, like Storm um, like Wolverine I think that that was really effective because it also gave gave the the characters like, nice people to bounce off of who are a bit more um, maternal and paternal mm-hmm. and I think that that was also the draw for the show was, you, know, you have these teens how do you manage
0: them so the other the other aspect was uh that this would be a great blueprint for the MCU X-Men. Um I I don't see that happening. Um I don't think that they're going to introduce the MCU's X-Men as a bunch of teens. Um no, there's nothing wrong with that. That's not like a terrible idea or anything. I just don't think they'll do it. Um I think that the idea of the x-men as teenagers who are saving the world like the original the original x-men pitch um i don't i don't foresee them doing that i think more likely we would see a an x-men team that's you know established as the x-men and then the kids underneath that um similar to what we've got already
1: right yeah Yeah. exactly because that is interesting yeah. I think, like, you can do more with that. Mm-hmm. You know, if the X-Men are adults, it's not weird when another adult punches another – when an adult punches another adult because he's being racist. <laughs> no, that's <Right>? not <laughs> weird. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, yeah, so, like, you would be able to get an X-Men, but then you could also get, like, new X-Men or, um, yeah. you know, stuff like that where you can – Use the younger characters. It just it just opens it up a little more. I think. Uh, if if the if the MCU were starting from scratch, maybe that would make more sense to me. But you know who knows. Uh, I think I think literally anything's possible with the uh, with the mutants going forward. But we'll see. Yeah. Again, thanks for the comment, though. Really appreciate it. Uh, yeah. Uh, Matt Murphy on the Discord this week asked.
1: What comic runs have you double dipped on and bought multiple times? Uh, what was your reasoning? So uh, I assume that'll be in you know either different formats yeah. or you know different uh, issues from
2: you know. Right, let me show you guys. This is let's see right up there my my little so those top two uh, all swamp thing and so I got the the trades over here right got those. And then double dipped on all of the individual issues for those trades. Uh, and then I also have them in digital, in a digital format. Because believe it or not, Swamp Thing's my favorite character.
1: <laughs> I almost bought, uh, so I, I work at a toy store. I almost bought you a uh, a figure of the He Man character, Moss Man, today.
0: <laughs> I, looked, awesome. at it, I
1: right. looked at it and went, I gotta get Marco that. That would be a hilarious joke.
0: That'd be great. Did I'm expecting it. Did you then think about the shipping cost and say, forget <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, I'm
1: not buying that. Fuck that. Because yeah. it's I'll on come clearance, pick it up. too.
0: I'll come pick so. it up. I mean, not you it at my house. <laughs> 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 All right. All right. I'll see how it is. <laughs> Damn. Un Unwelcome. Uh, I double dip a lot. I double dip a lot. If it's a run that I really enjoyed um chances are i have it in at least one other format very rarely do i just stick to the floppies um so for example like i have civil war in floppy i have a hard cover i have a soft cover um low i have the soft uh, the floppies and then i have the the really nice uh collected editions same for black science um Rick Remender's um sorry not Rick Remender uh Jonathan Hickman's X-Men you know <laughs> I've told the, the the tales of how I've you know double dipped on that you know went ahead and bought 10 of swords yeah 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 <laughs> and like you know have I cracked that open since no um <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah I double dipped nonstop I've triple dipped in certain instances with Hickman's uh, Avengers actually. I've triple dipped. I bought the okay. the the singles, the trades, and then hardcovers So mm. yeah. Damn. If I like Damn, it, dude. um, yeah. What's what's the appeal of the different
2: formats? If you have like, I won't I won't get a hardcover if I have a trade. Mm.
0: Um, mm. What's what's the appeal there? Uh, stupidity. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I I I in 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 comics in books whatever i like a hardcover that's that's what i enjoy um Mm -hmm. so a lot of times i'll go to a comic con and i'll see like oh they have like the 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 first three trades of hickman's avengers at you know at the time i don't have this collected let me buy this sure so i'll buy them at half price then later on i'll see the omnibus and i'll be like oh need that and buy it
1: take it yeah for me for me to double dip typically i have i have to either absolutely love the series or it has to have something special in it Mm. uh so we've talked a few times about sandman mystery theater really really love that series i have a couple of uh paperbacks but I got the uh, the full digital re-release of of the recent reprint, nice. which is you know a, a huge uh, volume, um, and I've been going through it again.
2: Did, did they do recolors on that?
1: Or I don't think so. No. Okay. Uh, but I also got the uh, the strange ad- the first issue of Strange Adventures. Mm-hmm. I got the director's cut of that. Mm. Um and actually really, really learned a lot because it it does the side by side of the script with the Ooh, the art. Whoa, it's really? really good. It's really good. Um so heads up y'all with that and my experience with Rorschach, uh I might be into Tom King again. <laughs> oh, ah Lord, wait, know. wait, whoa, whoa,
0: I don't think we talked about your feelings on Rorschach.
1: We we definitely have it on the show. I was I was actually thinking of asking you if you if you guys wanted to do a uh, like a second Watchmen retrospective because I have thoughts.
0: Okay. Um, oh, I shit. really
1: I really enjoyed it. Nice. That's, um, that, that's enough of that. I think I'll probably read it again. <laughs> wow, um, which never happens.
0: I I try mm-hmm. not to to feel like I know what people will like, you know. I don't like to put myself in other people's brains in that way. But this yeah. was one where I was like, I really think that Kale will like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You hit the nail on the head because, and even as I finished it,
1: I was like, and I got to the last issue. I was like, okay, I know what's coming, but it got to it. I got through it, and it was like. I'm still into this, Mm -hmm. this really worked for me. And so I I really want to figure out like why, Yeah, dude. Yeah, totally. Uh, But I really enjoyed, really enjoyed myself. Awesome.
0: Uh, Thanks Matt for the question. You guys can always submit questions via our Discord. We do have a questions channel uh, for that express purpose. There's lots of other fun stuff going on on our Discord too. Uh, Lots of really cool people, always respectful. If you're looking for a community to be a part of where you won't be shamed for your comics takes unless you like Radiant Black. I'm oh, just kidding. <laughs> Spawn. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, no, Spawn. that's not fair. We'll we'll shame you a little, but it's all in fun. Spawn fans get love on our Discord because I stand Spawn fans. How about that? Ooh, uh,
2: let us know in the in the chat what you guys have double dipped on. Definitely yeah. interested to hear.
1: Uh, yeah, what people think we got some double dippers in there. Yeah. Absolutely. By the I way. See you.
0: Twitch uh if you guys have seen Sonic 2 uh let us know what you think about it cuz I saw it I saw it Oh you saw it yeah uh yeah. you loved it Yeah it was really good yeah I actually think I like the first one better mm. but I really enjoyed it yeah dude that movie was fire man I had a blast I was like gosh I wish I had kids to take to a movie like this Yo if you can see it in a in a theater with kids it will take the the shitty adult out of you the shitty um, adult leaves my body whenever i engage in anything that's you know like that so like i was laughing more than the kids and that's yeah, yeah i was yeah. like wait what's happening here um but yeah i thought it was really funny it's amazing that sonic oh, I has it. one of the you know they're two for two sonic the hedgehog yeah. two yeah, for two absolutely
1: uh, and I was I was telling Jess uh, as we were leaving, I was like, I cannot believe that we have two Sonic the Hedgehog movies, but Detective Pikachu is just gone.
0: Yeah, they've right. just decided
1: not to do it. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. insane to me.
0: All right, let's uh, let's 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 get into the news here. Uh, now, again, this is my first time stri- hosting the stream, so hopefully the image portion will work. <laughs> Uh I hope nothing breaks. We will see uh here we go Does this work work no, it's not working so I can't pull up the images. oh no, no, I can can you see Let's do it can you can you Stand see up that yet.
2: up yet
0: I think so I think it sh- I think it should work Yes, boom cool, awesome. So, yes. Hey, let's go. Yes. Uh, we are talking Black Widow. Marvel canceled Black Widow this week um, with. I can't they cancel an
1: Asian like that. An Asian? Scarlet Johansson's Asian. Oh, right.
0: Yes, I see. Course, yes. Uh, <laughs> Is that reference too dated? <laughs> they canceled Black Widow with issue 15. Uh, this was a what from what I've seen, a very celebrated run uh, by Kelly Thompson. Yeah, yeah. you in the uh, Discord. Right, yeah. And and I I haven't read a single issue of this. Um, and I I, have, I I feel guilty now, but we'll get to that in a second. Um, so Kelly Thompson, Elena Casagrande did the art, colors from Jordi Belair and letters from Corey Pettit. Um, wow. Sarah Brunstad put out a letter. Uh, uh, I, I guess it was in the back of the book. I don't know. Um, but it's. But it, she put out a letter um, talking about how the, the the legendary run is ending for now. Uh, she said, We could not be more grateful to the collaborators who made this book extraordinary and the fans who picked up our book month after month. From the very first day, I sat down next to Kelly at an editorial retreat and said, So what about Black Widow? To the day we got... Elisabetta D'Amico on board to ink Elena's pencils. I've known we had a special book on our hands. We've been a close knit group, and it's a bittersweet feeling to see our collective work realized here. Kelly Thompson, Elena Casagrand, Elizabeth, Elisabetta D'Amico, Jordi Belair, me, and Kat Gregorowitz, then Anita. An all-female team with Rafaels Delator and Pimentel, a top-notch letterer and Corey Pettit, and one of the hands-down best cover artists in the business in Adam Hughes, Natasha Romanoff's had it good. Who knows what's next? Until then, true believers, stay sharp and wear black. Now, nice. People are really upset. Um, yeah, uh, Snake. they did cancel it. Uh people are really upset. And my thing is this: I get it, right? You never want to see your fave canceled. It sucks. The vibe of this letter, though, makes me feel like it's not necessarily over, right? Like Marvel just canceled Shang-Chi. And then it's coming back in July with Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings number one. Uh, Daredevil's canceled, but it's relaunching with Daredevil number one uh, here in like a month or so so i'm not sure that it's over Mm. hopefully right and and
2: the way that the she put it in the the letter was yeah very much sounded like this is a now we're coming we're coming back right more to come and stay tuned
0: that's fun that was the vibe i got same but if it's not if it really is canceled I've seen a lot of people saying things like, Oh, how is it possible that Marvel couldn't find uh the the the, the way to keep a book that's so successful on the stands? Mm. I mean this book won um it won Best New Series at the Eisners in twenty twenty one. Yeah. Um so obviously very good. But my but it's like we have to remember one thing. Marvel, DC, Image, boom, all these publishing companies, at the end of the day, they're businesses. And as much as we hate it, if Black Widow wasn't selling, this is what happens. Yeah. The fact that I wasn't even aware that this was as good of a run as it is, which, you know, I'm not, it's no one's fault but mine at the end of the day. But like Marvel didn't tell me, you know, the Internet's not telling me. I don't know that. I see more complaints about what, more like, the first time I'm really hearing about this book, there's people complaining that it's canceled. That's a problem. As a community, we got to do better if we want to see books like this succeed. I buy this. I loved, um, there was a really great Black Widow run uh, a few years ago. Unfortunately, I can't remember the creative team, but I thought I loved it. I thought it was so good. Um, and, you know, I loved it. I'm hungry for Black Widow. Just like Elektra, I love these characters, but when these runs are happening and they're great, I don't hear about them. Do you uh, do you think that this was
2: because people weren't buying it? I, I didn't I didn't get that sort of vibe from um, from the leather the letter either. I think to your earlier example, if they're relaunching Shang Chi, if they're relaunching Daredevil, and this was a successful book, let's try to do because I. For whatever reason, I've not known Marvel to consistently have these extended runs, right? So if this book is as fun as it is, as popular as it is, let's end it here. Relaunch it as a number one to get more people on board. Put some put some push behind
0: it. Oh, right. yeah. I was just saying, like, if that's not the case. I do think that. Yeah. I do think that's the gotcha. case. Gotcha. Okay.
2: Okay. I mean, I think that, man, but like, that's the thing, right, is... I feel like that makes sense to be able to put the the push behind it in in those scenarios but uh, if if you're gonna do that with a run that's been that's lauded right now right and and is has a lot of fun right with people who are reading it engaging it whatever it might be even people shouting off in the discord right here right um why not put that backing into the long form serialization of it
1: because no one wants to read an issue 16 they want to read an issue 1. Mm.
0: Right. Yeah. That's that's unfortunately sort of what it what it uh what it boils down to. Um but yeah, I I hope that this isn't the end. I really want this to come back cuz now I'm like, "Wait, I'm going to go I'm going to go and get these trades. You know, yeah. like I want to I want to read this now." Um unfortunately now that it's over. So maybe um like i said maybe it'll come back maybe it's maybe that's the plan and this actually could be a hype builder in a way because now the trade sales might jump up i'm for sure buying it and if they relaunch with the same team for a number one i'm all the way in so sure that's the hope that's
2: um this was recommended to me... I think Manny might have shouted this out early on. Um, I picked it when the first trade came out. I'm like, is this any good? He's like, for sure, pick it up. Um, I haven't gotten a chance to crack it open, but you know now's the time.
0: Wow, where is Manny? Speaking of Manny, yeah. It's, normally Manny is uh, here. Uh, let's talk about something that's definitely not canceled, Avengers. Uh, and <laughs> maybe should be. Um, Avengers... Uh- with 1 million yeah <laughs> Avengers 1 million BC is a one shot that we're going to be getting um that is going to detail the quote true parentage of Thor <sighs> So Jason Aaron has been writing Avengers for a few years now. It's been it's been a while. I want to say like maybe 3 years somewhere in there and maybe even four um and so we're going to be learning the true parentage of thor this is an ongoing story that the phoenix may or may not be thor's true mother um that odin and phoenix had a relationship uh in one million bc um i see it happening <laughs> yeah and that understand. And that, well, I think I think it was like a legit thing, Um, I I think. And that Gaia might not be Thor's real mother. So, um, the the weird thing is that in one million BC, the Phoenix inhabits the body of a one of the first mutants named Firebird, Apocalypse, I believe. Um, (laughs) so that would be incredible (laughs) fire hair, fire hair. Um, so my thought is, is the revelation that Thor's a mutant? Does this tie into judgment day event? Hmm. Interesting. Interesting.
1: Well, I gotta say this whole concept is pretty far-fetched. Um, sure. We all know the Earth is only six thousand years old.
2: <laughs> <laughs> not where I thought you were going with it. Uh, it's so on that. brand, but <laughs> I did not think that that's where you are going with
0: that. I I'm about done with all of this, to be honest. Like, I, I obviously, man. obviously, I love the Phoenix. Obviously, I love mutants, Jean Grey, all that. I've never been so burnt out on the this Phoenix. Feels-
1: yeah. This feels like some MCU level rebranding to me. Like this just it mm. to that point where it's like this is so deep that it doesn't even
0: make sense. <laughs> like it doesn't have to, right? Yeah. They have milked the Phoenix force for literally everything that's worth. Like it's worth it's not worth mm. anything anymore. When Jean Grey had it, the concept was that Jean Jean was able to hold it because of how powerful she really was. That was the that was the gimmick. And then she was gone and you know, you didn't see it for a while. And then the first host that I know of post Jean is Rachel. But then you got into like uh the five the 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 Phoenix 5 that they did. Yeah. Uh, During, uh AVX. Right. Echo yeah. is the is hosting the Phoenix Force currently, so it's just like so many people have had. Like, is it really that big of a deal? Does it matter?
1: Maybe, maybe it just shows Jean's not that strong, actually. <sighs>
0: nice. But dude, think about well, this. I mean, think about this. When the if Fe- Cyclops can hold it, like. But hold on. But when the Phoenix Five had it, the idea was that they had to spread. The powers of the Phoenix across five different mutants because it was too much to hold. But now Echo has it. She's doing fine. What does that say about the mutants? <laughs> no, not a lot. That's what I'm saying. It's 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 uh, not loving it. Not loving it. I I just can't, like the the even the idea that there were Avengers one million years ago or whatever. Like, come on, man. <laughs> it trivializes all of the stuff that has happened to me yep
1: it's yeah it's just it's it it feels like one of those just coincidental things like you know we we sort of uh i don't know. we sort of joked about it during uh x lives of wolverine yeah But that ended up being the case where, you know, Logan just happened to be in the area protecting Professor Xavier's whole
0: family to make sure Xavier could be born. It's wild. uh, I can't. I can't do it. Like, I'm not going to read this. You know, I'm sorry. I, I don't have any beef with the creative team. Everybody on it is very talented. But I can't keep going back in time. Like, let's move forward. I never thought I would get to that point. But it's like, yo. Let's move forward. Focus on the team that's that's now. Focus on the characters that are now. I don't want to see, you know, the exploits of, you know, oh, the original Hulk. Oh, okay, so Bruce Banner's a jobber. The original Doctor Strange. <laughs> oh, so Doctor Strange is a jobber. Like, no, these the the reason that Bruce Banner and the Hulk are relevant is because that's the first time that that happened.
2: Yeah. I, I do think it's interesting. Let's say this does tie into the uh the current Judgment Day stuff.
0: Yeah. Who where do you think he sides? That's the that's and that is the interesting wrinkle. Uh I think that that puts him in the Spider-Man position if you compare it to Civil War where he's torn. Um Thor to me Thor's an Avenger first and foremost. But where yeah. where it gets compelling is that he might stand with the mutants against the Eternals because now his now he's at at risk his real lineage is at risk so it does create an interesting wrinkle but like i feel like you could do that with another character or cuz like wolverine's an avenger right but he's also a mutant so i feel like yeah. there's other characters that you could put in that middle spot where you don't have to retcon all of history to get there.
1: Make Wolverine's mom the phoenix.
0: <laughs> Shenron says uh, <laughs> the phoenix is slowly transforming into a symbiote for mutants. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like in terms of the watered down quality. Like Venom was the yeah. first symbiote. Now there's 57 million. Is it still interesting? No. No, it's not. Um, but. Speaking of things that are interesting, that are actually interesting, uh, let's talk about a couple of new announcements from DC uh, for Superman. So, DC is putting out, the first one we're going to talk about is Superman Space Age. Creative team, I think, will interest you off-rip. Forget about the premise. I'll be the judge of that. All right. All right. (laughs) Let me me throw some names at you. All All right. right. Let's go. Mark Russell.
1: Ooh. I don't actually know who that is.
0: Uh, what? Flintstones. Uh, okay. Um, Second Coming. I don't think I read that one either. Okay. Marco, you know, you, you know. Absolutely. I fucking love him. <laughs> um,
1: okay. we comics, Kale. Huh? How about this <laughs> one, though? Read my Bible.
0: How about, how about Michael oh, I'm Allred? I'm are to do that today. Okay. <laughs> all right. There, there it is. How about this cover? Can you see that? Yeah, covers okay. No, all right. I you, I've seen better already. Work. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Um, well, the one I have up now is giving me uh, 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 what's his name, Christopher Reeves vibes. So, mm. but uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, that, now that's a good one. Yeah, the one so, with the planets. Yeah, that that's the one. the The one I showed at first uh, is not the. I don't think. I don't know if that's the actual cover. This one oh, okay. is the. Uh, yeah, this is the cover. But yeah, um this is a good one. So. So Mark Russell, uh, you know he's he's working his way more into DC, which is pretty cool to see. Uh, this is his second work with uh, with Superman. There was the Future State stuff that he did, um, but now he's getting a foray into a mini, and he says um, this is a dream project for me. Not only because I get to work with a genius like Mike Allred, but because I've been. F- I found Superman to be such a philosophically fascinating character, one which forces us to ask how different would the world be if we chose to be our best selves? Okay. Okay.
1: All right. Well, some of us choose to be our best worst selves. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so this
2: is the... Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to comment on that. I think um, for... For him to make that statement, for the trust that I have in him as a creator, that's exciting, right? Mm-hmm. To hit for him to find something interesting, that something that fascinates him,
0: um, that means he has something to say. Mm. So this this looks like um, this looks like it takes place after uh, or just around the time of the original uh, crisis event, um, and so it says, um, oh, interesting. "Meet Clark Kent." Clark Kent, a young reporter who just learned that the world will soon come to an end. Crisis on Infinite Earths. And there is nothing he can do to save it. Sounds like a job for his alter ego, Superman. After years of standing idle, the young man from Krypton defies... The wishes of his fathers to come out to the world as the first superhero of the space age. As each decade passes and each new danger emerges, he wonders if this is the one that will kill him and everyone he loves. Superman realizes that even good intentions are not without their backlash as the world around him transforms into a place as determined to destroy itself as he is to save it. Hmm. Interesting.
1: That time period is really interesting to me.
0: Yeah. Another interesting thing is that the first three issues will be available at the same time on July 26th. Whoa. Very cool. Uh, and then we'll get an issue every other month thereafter.
1: That's less cool. Yeah.
2: Um. Yeah. Hmm. Do we know if this is a DC book, Black Label? Like what is – where does – That's it in this.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I misread that. The first one comes out July 26th, and then we'll get a new one every other month. Um, Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, You said, is it black label? There is no acknowledgement of that within the article. However, it's 80 pages and prestige format, which generally means black label. So, Mm. not sure. Ten bucks. Yeah yeah okay i'm I'm into it absolutely this yeah solid creative team yeah this sounds cool well kale that 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 got your goat what about this one because we've got another Mm. superman book we've got uh dark crisis worlds without a justice league superman one shot say that five Mm. times fast i've already figured out what you said all right (laughs) dark crisis worlds without a justice league superman one shot dark crisis worlds without a justice league superman one shot can't do it anymore that's all i got (laughs) you only got twice that's all i got (laughs) way too long uh so this one is by tom king and chris burnham tom king who's on a roll. chris burnham who did uh, some amazing art in Batman Incorporated, and I yeah. think a couple of times was featured during Grant Morrison's Batman run, and obviously yeah. including yeah, yeah, Incorporated. Yeah. Um, so you already know that the creative team's a banger. Um, the concept is, is, is one that I'm not so sure about, but we'll talk about it. Uh, so Tom said... Superman is maybe my favorite character to write, and Chris is one of my favorite artists in comics who I've been dying to work with for years, so this project is an absolute joy. It's an important and emotional story about what Clark missed when when he missed John's teenage years, the pain and the glory of seeing your boy grow up. That's interesting. So Superman is going to die in Dark Crisis. We all know that. The Justice League is... This seems to be like Superman's last thoughts kind of thing, or like his last dream or like mm, interesting seeing the the what happened with John or what what could have been if if he was able to watch John grow up because for those of you who are unfamiliar, John's John Kent, Superman's son goes away into space and he ages faster up there, or time moves faster rather. so when he comes back. He's already like late teens. So Clark missed all his growing up. This story, especially if you look at the covers that we have, um, it shows Superman and John together. So the idea is that this is like, what if Superman had a Robin? What if what if they got to be superheroes together? That kind of thing. Um, And I think it's kind of brilliant and it's kind of sad because, you know. Yeah, go ahead. It wouldn't be a Tom King book if it wasn't sad, right? Yeah, if it wasn't a little brilliant and a little sad, it yep. wouldn't be a Tom King book. <laughs> On the money, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm 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 into it. I, I I like this a lot. I'm definitely buying this. I think where it loses me is
1: the imagery of Robin. Hmm.
2: A little. Think I know what you mean.
1: Like I I I'd be I'm curious to know if that's like that's sort of how Clark sees John as like his Robin Mm. um, you know and that's sort of the explanation for it Um, or if it's just like I don't know uh, a gimmick like it doesn't really make sense to me because he has John already has a couple of really good suits that sort of explain who he is a lot better than
0: this I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that this is and I have no knowledge, but uh, that this is a visual thing they're doing for the covers, um, yeah. to get across the idea of like, you know, because Batman obviously has his wards; they're his Robins. This is Superman's son, but he's the junior hero. I think that's yeah. the what they're trying to get across. Um, shorthand
1: for sidekick.
0: Yeah even just this cover the one that I'm showing that's them standing in front of the bullets yeah it kind of like on like immediately makes me sad because Robin gets
1: shot in the head and, <sighs> you know dies
0: it just has a it, it has a vibe of like damn you know nostalgia a yeah bit. nostalgia thank you nostalgia and then also like gosh Superman did not get this. Imagine the joy that he would have had. And Tom's a father, you know? Mm-hmm. So Tom's probably thinking, geez, what if I miss my children growing up? See, that's the appeal for me, is that he's going to be drawing from something personal. Right. And
2: I think that he's able to take that and put it into a story, mm-hmm. I feel.
1: You mean you mean him drawing from his uh, CIA experience? <laughs> <laughs> for you? He has Not no right. CIA experience. What are you talking that's about? Right. Yeah, that's oh, right. Oh, right. I forget. Yeah, that's, right.
0: That, that's a joke, by the way. All right, please. <laughs> yeah, don't don't clip that. <laughs> don't send that to Tom. We we we're still holding on hope to have him on the show. So please.
2: The the second cover here though uh, that you had earlier. Yeah, Sean. Um, mm-hmm.
0: Beautiful. Oh my God, who is this? This is that is uh, Steve Beach. Amazing, absolutely amazing. Yeah, gorgeous. I thought it was a was a uh, an Ross. Alex Ross. Yeah, I thought it was. Yeah. A, uh, uh, but it's not. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. You, you don't get that vibe.
1: No, I mean I, the vibe, yeah. But I mean, I can tell it's not Ross.
0: So okay, Kale. That, sorry, that trained eye. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what do you listen? What, you've been reading as long as I have. Uh-huh. Who's Mark <laughs> Russell again?
0: I got an Alex Ross side, not a Mark <laughs> Russell eye. Okay. Thank you very much. Okay. Take care, Catherine. Thanks for the uh, thanks for the help earlier. Appreciate it and the sub. Um, really, really appreciate that. So yeah, the, two two Superman books that I will certainly be buying. Uh, This one is also coming out in July, July 12th for this one. Nice. Yeah. Um, That's all exciting, and I'm looking forward to it. What I'm also looking forward to is talking about Ezra Miller. Oh, boy. And Mm -hmm. the emergency meeting that was allegedly needed. I lost my Ezra Miller images, or they're not working. Oh, well. Um, they took an emergency meeting. Uh, you don't, you don't have any images of this dude looking like a crackhead. <laughs> <laughs> so, as we discussed last week, Ezra Miller was arrested for dis- d- what they're calling disorderly conduct and harassment. He threatened to burn someone's house down, or they. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. Uh, they threatened to burn someone's house down, a, uh, a couple's house down um they attacked a couple of people at a bar uh one for playing karaoke the other for playing darts um which i think some people tyler said he understood attacking someone for karaoke i think i think it was tyler yeah, that, said yeah, that yeah yeah, yeah um yeah. but uh so then the news came out that allegedly uh Uh, um, Warner needed an emergency meeting to discuss what to do about The Flash. Uh, Rolling Stone is the one that put that article out, um, saying that there was a public perception that the actor had, quote, frequent meltdowns, um, and that they were going to hit pause on any future projects involving Ezra Miller. IGN put out an update to that story saying that they have a source that says that that was not true and that no such emergency meeting happened. I don't believe that. I don't believe that at all. I believe that there absolutely was an emergency meeting. You know why? Because The Flash is a part of what they want to be a billion-dollar franchise. Yep. Yep. This is awful for them. This is awful for them. The Flash is the next major movie that they have. Mm-hmm. I think I, they're banking on it. Yeah. They they need this to work. I think um
2: for sure the meeting happened. I think they need this to absolutely work because I don't know where the draw is otherwise. Bat like Batgirl, HBO Max, you know, I I don't know what they're doing otherwise.
1: Right. I'm sure,
0: I'm sure that this isn't the first meeting they've had yeah. nope about Israel yeah. Miller. Yeah. And, and, and the, clearly the Flash was put in like the Spider-Man position of, you know, the DC films where the Flash is kind of like this younger character amidst the gods who yeah. has these amazing powers, is still learning his place in the world, stuff like that. And that actor cannot be... You know, running around in r- real life being a villain—that can't be the case. You know, an actual, you
2: know, an actual superhero, no, an actual supervillain.
0: Right, like that's the reverse flash activity. That can't be the case. Whoa! What if this is a heel turn? It is a heel turn, but to be honest, I think Ezra Miller's always been a heel. Yeah. Remember when mm. Ezra slapped or 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 assaulted some woman? Yeah. In an, yeah, yeah. like... Yeah.
2: Like Norway or something.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> Clear And look, clearly, well, okay, I'm not going to comment on whether or not Ezra Miller has a mental illness, but I am going to say that this behavior strikes as something isn't right. This dude's got some problems. Right. And there were reports of Ezra having meltdowns on set. Being hmm. difficult on set, so that's not cool. That's sad. Get help, please. Putting that part aside, right? They got to get rid of that. They got to get rid of this dude. Mm-hmm. I had no reason to act like a
1: jackass.
0: Yeah, we all. I look. We all got mental issues, and we're all going through some struggles. You know, it's Marco. tough. It's hard out here. Marco's having some problems. I don't see Marco running around uh uh choking people for doing karaoke. If anything, Marco's doing the karaoke. That's probably true. Yeah. Yep. And maybe that's the thing. Maybe Ezra should join in the karaoke. Maybe.
1: Right? Why not? That's fun. Who doesn't like karaoke?
0: Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller. <laughs> and Tyler Olson. <laughs> that's right.
1: And, and Tyler Olsen. And Caleb, to be
0: honest. And Sean Bartley, frankly. Um what, what is this? <laughs> I say I'd Yo, go out of my way to slap somebody for it, but <laughs>
2: where where, am I, where are my where uh, are my uh karaoke fans in the in the chat? Come out. Come Catherine's on, already they don't exist. No one likes karaoke. Everybody loves it. It's the best
0: thing. It's a community builder. No. You know what community that is? Community karaoke night. No. <laughs> no. That's what they make you do at jobs. It's like team building, which is why you maybe. like it. You like all that crap. No, what? Marco, maybe we, right
1: we come talk. on that's kind of fun right that's if fun. i have, if i come into town maybe
0: <laughs> yes kefis let's go uh, somebody come on come on keep it rolling no no yeah snake of snake it. of talons is not doing karaoke uh zimbo the monkey is not doing karaoke like you're not gonna get support from the chat it's not gonna happen sorry the medic will do karaoke I've, I've seen them do it oh really yeah, yeah, I have. Okay, fair enough. Um, so yeah. If the medic is who I think it is anyway. <laughs> you know, what's funny though is that I feel like I feel like there's a ready-made way to get around Ezra Miller. And that's uh the Grant, the the, the actor that plays the Flash yeah. on the CW. Yeah, he's led that franchise since uh since
1: uh Ooh, Snake of Talents is here for carrying. What? Let's wow. go. Come on, people.
0: Yeah. Wow. Oh, Call calling you out. out wow. Well. And the medic say, oh. <laughs> 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 the medic says, excuse you. I mean, you're right, but thanks for calling me out. At least it's, uh, you know, at least they're listening. <laughs> Snake says it will just be metal karaoke for me. Listen, dude. If you can hit those notes, if you can hit those screams, uh, uh, that's awesome. I do metal karaoke in my house when my microphone's off, when no one can hear me. But I'm not about to get, uh, you know, in front of a mic with my loved ones and embarrass myself trying to sing Spirit Box. That's not gonna happen. That's maybe fun, I'll do. Dude. Maybe I'll do the Common Rider theme song. Oh, I definitely <laughs> hey, I, I do.
2: Choka. I definitely some uh some anime ones definitely got to go for queen um it's good stuff okay
0: let me ask you guys this is it possible mm, i don't know if it's legal but is it possible for us to do karaoke live on twitch Uh, hmm.
1: i i don't think so i want to say no well it's probably possible but i don't think it's legal.
0: It's but definitely yeah. illegal. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I so I think the short answer is no, because it's so illegal.
0: Like All right. It shut us down hard. Yeah. We're going to have to see. We're going to have to see. I'm going to look into it. But uh, this Ezra Miller talk is going to lead us into our main topic, which – go ahead. Greg Gustin, quickly. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: ran the you know he was the lead of the uh the the cw uh uh, a whole thing after Stephen amell left and you know i he you know has carried that show for nine seasons i think it would be a perfect transition into a flash that people already know um and, and you don't have to bring anybody with him yeah they gotta they can't bring that suit either though well listen you've got the movie budget so, sure. like, you give him, don't need it. Give him an you, you'll have to give Greg Gustin a little bit of chin.
0: But, <laughs> I mean, that can be worked <laughs> with. Is that why Ezra was cast their chin? Well, no. No.
1: But that's why they added the chin strap to ah. uh, Greg Gustin's suit, is because <laughs> they tried it without it and it did not work. <laughs>
0: I feel like the Flash's suit is pretty cool. Like, just the, the, you know, Wally suit, Barry suit. Like, it's cool. Like, just do that. Just one-to-one.
1: It's simple enough. They've gotten a lot closer to that in this last series. Like, this last one, he's finally got the gold boots. Okay. Okay. So, I think it's, yeah.
0: I think it's there. All right. I'm into that. Uh, So, yeah. So, Warner Brothers and Discovery have officially merged it's more it's more like an acquisition got to say it's more like discovery ate them up and we're going to talk about the implications of that for dc because they, they they exist um they more like yeah more like discovery ate warner brothers up yeah well oh, that was not the
1: angle i saw coming yeah mhm oh well, i don't know anything about this then
0: oh yeah we're going to we're going to get into that here in a moment twitch fan hang out we'll be back in five minutes or less thank you for waiting see you in a minute we are back thank you guys for waiting uh while, if you're still here thank you so much make sure that you guys are leaving us a like on this video or whatever platform you're watching us on doesn't have to be youtube wherever you are there's a way to show support um leave us a comment on apple Podcasts. we you know a rating and a review we appreciate those We haven't gotten one in a long time so, who wants to be the first person of 2022 to leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts? If you're That's a fan funny. of this show, you gotta go and do that. You just you just have to. You just you, just you gotta. To. Otherwise, you're not a fan. That's those are Kale's words. Uh, so, uh, listen, I'll double down. <laughs> you hate us. Wow. Um, so the 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 merger has closed. Discover and Warner Media are now one entity. Forty-three billion dollars later, that is what Discovery paid. Discovery AT and T. Uh, that was that's that's the that you know they're they are their own thing, and now they've brought Warner Media into that fold. Um, now I I thought AT and T already owned DC and Warner. So it says. At the conclusion of business today, Discovery and AT&T have announced that the planned transaction com- uh combining WarnerMedia and Discovery into one entity has closed, officially named Warner Brothers Discovery Inc. The new company will combine everything under the WarnerMedia umbrella including DC HBO blah 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 blah. So, yeah. Um that's 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 where we stand right now. Um a lot of Warner Media um, uh, workers were released, let go, unfortunately, as a result of this. That's what always happens. Um, Warner Brothers CEO and Sarnoff, the boss of HBO Max, Andy Forsell, they were let go of the company. Um, and Sarnoff, obviously, you can only have one seat. Well. They're only going to have one CEO, and it's not going to be Anne, unfortunately. Um, it's going to be, uh, I think it's going to be, uh, I don't know. I, I, I can't find their name. Doesn't matter. We're not here for that. Um, this is a big deal for a lot of reasons, most of which are outside of our purview, right? Uh, we're not going to be talking about media consolidation and how bad that is you know those days are gone Phil, phil's not here yeah. anymore yeah we don't we don't need to do that uh, we don't need to spend 40 minutes talking about that um <laughs> instead we get it yeah yeah exactly that's that's you come into the conversation knowing that and you move forward uh, you know guys i think
2: that um we we also need to understand that in big companies like this um, start to buy out small companies or, or even other large companies, right? This is just. I'm
0: sorry. Are you doing? Du- can you say. I genuinely can can can't tell if you did that on purpose. Can, can you say more words in a normal voice? <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh, no. Did <laughs> <do it>? yeah. <laughs> hey, dude. Hey,
1: dude. Uh. He was doing a Phil impression. I was like. Yeah, I
0: was like, that's a weird Phil. But it worked wasn't... at the
1: same time. Like.
0: oh man um okay so earlier this week rich johnston from bleeding cool put out an article saying everyone's gossiping about dc comics without reason yet and the general idea is that discovery is combing through every single crack and crevice of warner to look for places to cut look for redundancies which always that always happens there will always be redundancies when you whenever there's a merger um but not only looking for redundancies looking for places where people are being overpaid looking for places where you know it can just cut budget um dc comics the entity dc comics is always under scrutiny because they cost money and the return is not necessarily tremendous. Um, it's fine from what I've read. Like, D.C.'s not losing money necessarily. But when they were in those uh, the, the, the offices, the Burbank offices, they couldn't justify the cost of the offices juxtaposed with, with what D.C. was pulling in. It wasn't worth it. They're not there
1: anymore. Yeah, they just moved, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, so, okay, fine. But I saw a rumor that Jim Lee was being was being looked at as being potentially on the chopping block. Rob Liefeld says he's got to be fine. Well, Rob Liefeld would know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I worry about this. I worry about this a lot for a few reasons. When the pandemic started, there was a rumor that DC was either going to get it done or they were going to be gone. Yep. We did a show about that at the time. Either, either the new strategy was going to work, leaving Diamond and all that jazz was going to work, or it was going to be gone. Um, did it work? I guess. You know? Um, who knows? We don't really have that data the same way we used to. We don't know their sales the way we used to because Diamond is not covering it. Yeah. So we're not all the way sure about that. Um, I think the comic book side of DC is a necessity. That's what we've always said. Like Marvel and DC comics are needed because without them, you don't have the basically the, the, fu- the idea farm uh, to funnel the movies. But quite frankly... The DC films don't really use the comics that much, for the most part. Like they use the characters, of course, but for the most part, they don't. Like their stories are kind of their stories, um. So they might not need. They might say, "Hey, we don't need these comics." Yeah, we have our own stuff working, going on, and why, why, why have the baggage? Right, right. Mm. Um. And I think that. I think that the further away that DC has gotten from being owned and operated exclusively by like comics people and have had more the, the more and more scrutiny that's been placed on them uh, the worse things have gotten um and I think that I, I don't want to say this cuz it sucks but I think the chances are real good that there's no DC Comics. Or at least that Discovery does not continue to produce DC Comics. Well, it's built yeah. into the name brand. Discovery Comics. It's right there.
2: <laughs> Come on. You gotta take advantage of that IP. That's funny. Um, I disagree. I think that regardless mm-hmm. of... I'm sorry. I don't know if you finished your thought. Go for it. Um, I, I don't think that they're going to stop the publication just because while they're not farming the the ip necessarily for the movies uh, at the very least they've been doing a lot from a business standpoint we have um, new sub imprints that have been pretty successful i, I would say black label um, they've been able to get new and different creators in there um, they are now flexing the app a lot more there's I think, momentum on the comic side that even if somebody comes in, and I, I agree that if somebody who isn't necessarily a comics person comes in and starts to organize things, um, I don't know that the... As long as they're not impeding on the quality of content, I think they're, they might bring in some sort of new idea about how to potentially distribute. Um, I I could see this as a way forward using what... Sort of clearing the stable of, of of Warner Brothers and making this more focused on okay, how do we actually improve the pipeline? Because hmm. they have now separated that pipeline. They are focusing a lot more on actually the development there. How do you continue to do so? And might this new person come in and be able to facilitate that? I'm I'm looking at it from that sort of um
1: from that end. You are optimistic got to be dude is it it's a dc that's been making all the moves to put their books more so into book channel uh book bookstores that's yeah. right yeah yeah so i don't know maybe maybe i can see somewhere in the middle of of you know of what you're saying is is you know maybe we won't see dc comics on the stands in 5 years because we'll see it all in the bookstores or, or whatever. They'll only be putting out trades. You know, maybe they'll actually kill the the paper issues because those will
0: cost more money. Hmm. That's a good point. Um, I, I have a hard time being optimistic because of the fact that we don't know, or I don't know, how DC Comics are selling. And I assume that they're selling well for comics but if you are the person at discovery who's responsible for looking at dc seeing the costs of producing comics right you don't care or know what black label is you don't care about you know the successes that dc has had you don't care about naomi being like a, a successful black comics character you don't give a damn about any of that you care about how much are these books selling and if it's if they're not bringing it becomes a dollar and cents issue and I worry a lot about that. And I hope that DC Comics are worth the paper they're printed on. <laughs> you know, like I hope they're worth it to Discovery. Um, but I think like a scenario that they kill uh, posited just now feels more likely to me. Mm-hmm. That they just say, you know what? All this local comic book shop, all, uh, you know, publishing weekly books. Eh, who needs that? Let's just be in Barnes and Noble and Amazon and call it a day. I, yeah.
2: Hmm. I, so two thoughts on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been a proponent, I think. I feel like I've been pretty vocal for anybody who's tuned in for the show for the past five years um, or longer, right? They, that I think the, that shakeup from a format perspective is probably necessary for the longevity of the industry. I think that, um, you know, you have your your albums in, um, in Europe, you have your tankaban for um, for manga, I think that this is probably just a natural step in the way that things need to be distributed, the, the serialized form, I think is difficult to maintain 100%. And if that's the sacrifice, for maintaining and keeping comics published, uh, it's it's a it's a sacrifice I'd be willing to make for the industry. Let's say right, if I was in that position. Um, and the second thought there is, uh, it it's obviously gonna suck for your for your stores, for your for your shops, right? And and um, I don't think that. Um, I don't think it it will necessarily it'll impact them, but I don't think it'll necessarily spell the end because if we are getting them through different book channels, if we are still getting them through um, through comics, just a different format, I think that there's potential there. And when we went to um, anyone comics, you know, we had a really good conversation with the owner Dimitri- Dimitrios, um, and you know he, his whole thing was a lot of my books aren't even coming from marvel and dc it's other stuff right it's it's these other publishers and let's say it's the image right a lot of image readers are trade waiters right they they have that sort of audience built in and if with this transition to let's say just uh just trades and, and just books and and we get those things into bookstores People start to get more used to that as a concept, less so the, the floppy. I think that there's a potential for, again, optimistic, but I think there's a potential for, at, at the very least, a renaissance there.
0: I, I think that anyone comics is an anomaly. I don't think that most comic book shops would be okay if there were no DC books being sold. I think that comic book fans who buy floppies are very particular. Um, There are comic book fans who buy floppies that only buy literally one company, you know. Uh, Mm. And if you're a DC person, right, and you do not buy Marvel at all, and then there are no DC comics being published, at least at your bookstore, like they're not available for purchase there. Why would you ever go to that bookstore again?
1: Yeah, yeah. the The loyalty is
0: to the the book, and thereby that company, not the store. Anyone Comics has cultivated an environment where people are loyal to Anyone Comics. Like, I don't know if you follow them on Twitter, but like, they're yeah, yeah. they have that going on. I don't think that's normal. Uh, yeah, I would also point out
1: that that's in one of the biggest cities in the world right
0: yeah for sure yeah
1: what's a what's (laughs) uh one of the shops that pete always took us to when you know we came into town like you know what are they gonna do
0: yeah i think i think that the comics industry needs dc comics to be what it is as long as the industry exists the way that it does and um i don't know if Discovery is going to be down for that. Obviously, any changes won't, we won't see that in the immediate. It's going to take some time for this merger to be reflected within the comics, if it will be at all. But, you know, we're talking about real people's jobs. Like, even just forgetting the bigger picture of the industry, just zoning in on DC Comics in particular, you know, these are real people's jobs. We know. That uh, they've already fired. They fired so many people in 2020. So many.
1: Didn't we do a story about how they were really cutting um, pay? and pay, really, really taking a look at creators and slashing creator rates and stuff create, like that.
0: Creator rates at DC are down. That's from what I have read and what we've reported here. A major reason why Substack has been able to be so successful. When okay. you look at so many of the creators who have jumped ship, a lot of them are from DC. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Tinian. You got to figure that Tinian, Tinian, and Tom King probably make like top tier DC money. A uh, Grant Morrison would probably make top tier DC money. Well, Grant Grant and Tinian, not publishing DC Comics anymore. Outside of Tinian's uh, Sandman thing, which he's doing because it's a personal, you know, personal reasons. Um, A nice house he's got to do. So, yeah, like, that's bad. And DC's not the place anymore for big money contracts, from what we know. Um, And also, they fired... So many editors who were tenured, senior, uh, tenured, senior editors, people who knew how to make comics, people who really got it, who've been doing it since the 90s and, and earlier than that. They cut them. I was, uh, uh, Scott Snyder had his uh, live stream for annual subscribers to his Substack, And he was talking about how there's a serious problem with e- editors that there's a severe lack of editors at DC. Mm. And the industry as a whole, but he works for DC, so he's talking about DC. And he was saying that they've cut down so many editors that now you'll have one editor working on, like, all these different books, and it's causing problems. Yeah. DC cut a bunch of their editors. They, they slashed their editors. And you got to figure a lot of that was because the senior editors were making a lot of money for right. comics.
2: And I'm um, interesting to that, right? I wonder in light of the, let's say, the, um, the image union, Yeah. You no, know, I wonder now if that's grounds for that to start here. You know, that, th- this feels like a, a, uh, a prime environment at this point, right? With they, if the act starts coming down, you know, how do you secure jobs? And then also, how do you secure your pay for people who you want to hire down the line? It right. becomes, a, <clears throat> becomes that sort of strategy.
0: Uh, and staff union at DC, you're saying. Yeah. yeah. And that's a great point. Like, at, at this point, why the hell would you start working in comics? As a like especially as like an employee of a DC or a Marvel, even Image at this point, why the hell would you even get started? You have no job security. You could you could get fired like this whole discovery merger could just lead to you not having a job. If you're if you're Tom King, you'll you'll work. You'll be fine. You know, like he's fine. If you're whoever edits Tom's book at DC, maybe not. Well, and that's early. We've
1: had early evidence of that, you know, with his uh, Batman fiasco way and, back in the
0: proposal, right. Yeah. Right. right? yeah, exactly. Um, mm. so it 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 really it really sucks, and it's so sad because corporations, right, have nothing to do with creativity, and we all know this. They suck when it comes to that, right? And comic books have been taken over by corporations it's not new right we know that like it's 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 been that's been a thing especially at dc um but the 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 longer this goes on the more it feels like dc is going to go the way of the dodo i think marvel's secure i don't think that disney will get rid of marvel comics i think that the branding is too powerful i think that we we see we see them taking ideas from the comics as early as, you know, a few years ago. Like, they, they, they pull stuff all the time. The, all the multiverse stuff, the council, um, the Illuminati that we're seeing in the multiverse of madness, all that stuff is very recent um, relative to, you know, comics. Um, yeah. DC doesn't do that. What's the most recent pull for, 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 for the DC movies? You know, like Flash Fortnite. Justice League? Flash uh you mean like the con the the the, the 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 Jeff Johns Justice League? Yeah, 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 as inspiration for the movie. Yeah. I, I guess I guess loosely, because the story yeah the story's very different. Um I think yeah, the energy sort of. the energy is similar.
1: Um so two thousand eleven, roughly? let's say
0: yeah and he yeah. was and he was like a creative executive yeah yeah so i i i don't think
2: that they're going to even if they're not using that ip mm-hmm. i think it has too much value to just shelve. i don't think that there's i don't see a world where a batman comic will not be published um it just carries too much weight even if it's expensive Mm -hmm. even if it is Mm -hmm. something that does not um produce the returns that you want you lose the value of that ip by not using it and i think as a corporation that's something that they have to absolutely be cognizant of and can't sacrifice
1: Hmm. especially because in this day and age with those characters they'd be foolish not to keep trying not even keep trying i think i guess i guess i guess i'm thinking in terms of you know making material to become you know a film you know something that they to keep trying to get that mcu Mm. you know i see okay move you know take you know take the thing that works and then blow it up sure you
0: know
2: if if they if they work to develop that pipeline though. That's that's a yeah. big piece. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, I think you're you're completely right in the sense that the film properties are too valuable to lose. Right? Um mm. there's no way you can have Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman available to you for films and say, Yeah, we're just gonna sell this. That's outrageous. Yeah. Um it's not the same as fox the x-men are not batman it doesn't matter how much we love them they're they're just the reality is that there's no way um you you would you would have to keep trying to make batman i mean they just put out a a movie the batman and it's it's one of the biggest successes that the batman has had so yeah you absolutely keep doing that does that extend to comic books I,
2: I think it does by way of do not disparage the value built into the name
1: brand. But or, to Sean's point, like at what point do the comics stop publishing and people are still making films anyway? You know, like a historical text or,
0: sure. you know, To Kill a Mockingbird or, or whatever, you know? I, I mean, you, you absolutely like don't need the comics to continue to publish... To make the movies like you don't
1: yeah. yeah um like the the books that matt reeves made were uh, that that he based the the batman off were long halloween year one and catwoman
0: and ego the ego. latest
1: of which was
0: you know what at best
1: 2000s mm. and
0: by the way uh year one and the long halloween also the inspiration behind nolan's movies so we're seeing yeah. The same every other Batman movie <laughs> right yeah like it's the same stuff over and over again DC has not really like because they don't have a, a true shared universe whatever creator comes in is going to want to tell their own story and they're always going to go back to the roots because Marvel's a shared universe they're forced to move forward they have to use stuff from you know modern comics to to influence the stories that feature these characters because they're running through shit, you know? Um, So it's different. And that's why I feel like they could say, yeah, screw the comics. Um, And that scares me because we need DC Comics. I don't think there's a comics industry without DC. Not, okay. There will always be a comics industry I don't think there's a comics industry That's successful in the way that it is Without DC Comics I think your your LCS's are really hurt And I think a lot of people just stop reading
2: Kefus mm-hmm. um, in the chat Mergers equal less competition And less creativity um, Yeah, for sure um, I think the competition part Is definitely the one for concern Because uh, In the event that let's say d c gets knocked out. Marvel is the largest share right Marvel immediately becomes what the ninety i think you know eighty nine percent of the entire market share of all comics and that's a scary thought for me mm. where Where do you get your your small publishers at that point if you know mm. that's that's the end if if that's the only thing there right if you didn't at least have dc to sort of combat that's crazy to think about
0: it's also you know again i go back to jobs it's less jobs in the industry um less you know less work and then look you know realistically uh how many of us started reading comics because of a dc or marvel book you know it is what it is like yep we all love the indies and that stuff is great and we spin out into that But a lot of us start reading comics through these big two publishers. If you went to see the Batman, you know, and they had the trailers that showcased, hey, if you like, if you want to see this movie, check out these books. And all the stuff that they did, which was all really great, you go to your comic shop, you pick up a Batman book, maybe, maybe not now, but maybe in a year, maybe two years, whatever. Now you're reading, I don't know, Monstrous. Now you're reading, you know, whatever else you know other book if you go see the batman three and then you go to your comic shop and there's literally no dc comics there at all you walk out
2: Mm. yeah um but i don't think that that's a strategic move right i don't think that that's a move for because even even that right, that's residual funds. Let's say that that's you're you're dragging somebody there, and at the very least, making a purchase. And even if it's bottom line, I think that that has some value for the company.
0: Mm. I hope you're right.
1: Does it have enough though?
0: Yeah, that's that's a question. I would I I would rather that you be right than me be right. One hundred percent. I want to be right so I can tell you that I'm right. <laughs> Time will tell. Time will tell. And I, I want to be optimistic like you are being. Um, I don't trust corporations. They suck. And generally they get things wrong. Um, and DC's been on the precipice for a while. So I, I hope they that they can keep keep on keeping on. Um, and, uh, you know, I think we need DC. The Medic says, one of my first comics was of Sonic the Hedgehog and the Freedom pal resistance pals that's cool yeah and there's stuff like that too and that's that's all great i think um a lot of ip brings people into comics cuz like mm-hmm. even you know there's street fighter comics mega man comics wwe comics like if you really love the new day from wwe and you want more of them go buy the 899 new day comic you know like waste your money there are a lot of people who will do that um because they never read a comic before and it's like oh cool here's a new way to experience this thing that i'm already familiar with you know or even like teenage mutant ninja turtles started as a comic but people don't know that they go to the store oh my god i can't believe there's all these ninja turtle stories that i've never seen before i'm jumping in um that's why we need this you, stuff you can see Raphael turn into the shredder
1: <laughs> did that happen hell yeah it did did it really Hell yeah, dude! Cool? And cool. then in that in that same line, uh Donatello gets his limbs cut off and he puts his mind into a robot body. Hell yeah, bro!
0: Wait, you know so he I becomes
1: Kang Krang? No, 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 no. It's different. Oh, I mean, I guess in theory, but different. Mm-hmm. I I
2: just thought my my first one of my first comics was Bionicle comics, but published
0: by DC. There you go. Like, oh, where? You know? Yeah um <laughs> my first wow. comic was Batman face clan
2: <laughs> yo imagine just, i what is it We're, like 20 years from now somebody's be like yeah my uh yeah face clan you know I, they, they're doing some cool stuff with uh fortnite i was like yeah sure
1: yo I just saw at work we have face clan um um pe- pellet guns I guess they've got okay. you know balls in them they're like nerf guns but they've got like you know, hard plastic balls.
0: I saw that. I went, Batman would never work with these people. Are you kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Uh, let us know your thoughts about what the future holds for DC comics in light of this merger. Do you think that we're overreacting? Um, do you think that DC is too small for discovery to even like really care about in the grand scheme of things? I think anything's possible at this point. We really don't know. And as I said, time will tell. Um, I think one thing's for sure: Marvel, DC, they need to exist in order for the industry to thrive, and um, it's for the best. So let us know your thoughts. Get us on YouTube.com/slash/theComicsPals. Subscribe for free. Like the video. Share it with your friends. All that's free to do helps us out a lot more than it costs you, because uh, it costs you nothing. If you want. To catch this show live and start your weekend off with The Comics Pals, And join us at twitch.tv slash thecomicspals every single Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern. We generally start around 10.15, so you know if you come on at 10 and we're not here, that doesn't mean we're not going live. It's 10.15. I just like to say 10 because it's a nice whole number. Um, Wednesdays for Pals pools at 6 p.m. Eastern. That's a hard 6 p.m. We have started without people before. We started mm-hmm. without Marco. We had to do it. Had and we'll to do, do it again. Boy. We'll do it again. They will. Uh, if I get another call, yep.
1: <laughs> My man showed up
0: still at work. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's actually true. Uh, write to us at comicspals at gmail.com if you want to share your thoughts with us in a nice lengthy letter. We'd love to get those. Um, and, again, you can share your thoughts with us anywhere, including our Discord server, where we got a question from matt today we're always having great conversations over there if you want to be a part of our community the absolute best way to join us is by coming and hanging out on our discord the link is in the description it always is let's do the plugs kale oh uh, book club batman uh batman black mirror check it out it's out now it's great listen to it kale thank you so
1: much for tuning in and getting through this episode of the comics Pals, especially the first 20 or so minutes if you're uh, if you're watching on twitch uh listen we got here in the end uh you can find me and my work at kalward.com that's C A L A so c l boy I did that whole thing backwards oh. i don't c a l e w a r d.com there um, you go and make my comics your first comic hey should the storeworm worm be your first comic absolutely a lot of fun um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Toto Into. That's T O T O I N T O W. Um, if you're into it, listen, I'm super into putting together uh, the figures of a little diorama of my ideal Pokemon team. I am at five of six. I just ordered uh, a trainer figure and a surfetched from a company in Japan and they come in this week. I'm very excited.
0: This is Kale um, so with looking...
1: money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't have money. I'm going to get into so much trouble again. It's awesome. <laughs> uh so if you have any cool links for scaled uh Pokemon figures, I'm looking for a big one this time. I think I need like a Gyarados or a Swampert. Oh, Swampert. Ooh, Swampert's good. Yeah. Love Swampert. He's like on this website I got. He he's uh, like hundred fifteen dollars, and I went, Yo, come on, I can't do that."
0: <laughs> I almost did, but I didn't. You can't do that because you got to save money because you're about to pay me five hundred cash in four years or five years or whatever it is. No, it's not gonna happen.
2: Okay, Marco, you can follow me at Mr Marco Anomoto on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, come talk to me about, um, I don't know, anime stuff, whatever. Comics, all that jazz. Uh oh, Kale, can you give the lovely listeners one more look at that shirt? Oh, you fucking know I can't. Let's go. Um and uh oh, something I am reading right now. <laughs> I'm doing a re <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> uh, if you're not watching, you should you should He's see. He's doing that. a little dance. Doing a little dance. Um, I am doing a reread of Wicked and Divine because I realized that I haven't actually finished the series. I have. I just got volume. I'm getting Volume 7, and I'm going to finish it.
1: Oh, man. I'm only on 4, I think.
2: Okay. It's the Imperial phase, right?
1: I I don't remember. It's been so long.
2: Yeah, but I'm trying to finish it up.
0: As for me, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram, only at SeanSoapbox. So I'm obsessed with exactly three things right now. Sonic 2 and how good it was. Hell you yeah. Go see it. Stay until the end. There is a post credit scene. I can't believe we're already there. Me neither, dude. That's wild.
1: Unreal. Unreal. Oh, it's too new. I can't ask you. Guys I tur- saw you off the I air. Looked, <laughs> I ahead. looked at Jess and I went,
0: How is this possible? <laughs> uh, I'm obsessed with a video game that I found called 20XX. It is a Mega Man inspired. Roguelike, I think they refer to them as. It is addicting, super, super, super fun. So glad I found it. I really love Mega Man. Mega Man is my favorite character, but they have put him on ice. So finding a game that gives me that Mega Man experience in a modern setting with modern art and graphics and gameplay. Couldn't ask for more. And uh Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, I am so excited for this movie. We're a month out can't wait i've been thinking about it so so much um so we'll be talking about that in the weeks to come thank you guys so much wait wait harris is that real 30 xx is a thing i didn't know that i'm gonna go uh find that right now thank you guys so much for listening until next week we're the comics pal signing off take care guys
1: see you next week